and welcome back to the With Mates podcast. I am Andrew Grayson, your host, and I am joined by Baby Boone himself, Joseph Boone. What up, baby? Yeah, boy, Baby Boone. It is Polly Smack, Mr. Paul Sterrett. Hola, hola, hola. This is the way, or is it? Ha hey. Honestly, football, I'm never prepared. And he's back once more. He is Shackleberry himself, Greg Shackleton. Evening, evening all. How are we, lads? Have we had a good week? It's been a good week. But all the better for seeing you, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. Friends. Teacher. Podcast friends. Um, (laughs) We are here as ever on our reviewing trail, but today is Star Wars Day. Of course, we are here to talk about Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 3. Um, if you are a new listener, welcome in. If you are a concurrent listener, you're already going to know these things. We will give you our top thoughts, our general views, our general ideas on what we thought of this week's episode, and then we will get into the nitty-gritty, spoilerific part of the podcast. But, gents, how are we feeling about episode three? I thought this was the absolute best episode of Andor I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, see, can you say that? Because I didn't see any Mon Mothma. Ah, uh, see, well, you're right. It, it wasn't quite as engaging without all the Mon Mothma family troubles. Those were what hooked me week to week. Uh, all right, and or fans, let's teach these Philistines what for. So, <laughs> I would argue this was the worst episode of Andor that we've seen on this series of The Mandalorian, but... Plenty to get into, I'm sure. That'll be super concise, really balanced, reasonable, and there won't be a single lightsaber noise. I mean, I, I know I, I said that. the word. I, I know I said the word best, but I am inclined to probably agree with Greg there. I wasn't hugely thrilled with this episode. Joseph, can you end things on a positive note? Yeah, I really enjoyed the episode. Yay. I liked I liked the bit at the start, yep. and I liked the bit in the middle, and I liked the bit at the end. I liked the bit at the start and the end for different reasons because mm. than the bit in the middle, but the bit in the middle was good. Fair. Um, oh, I'm really struggling, boys. <laughs> is, that you, is that where you let us go first? Like, yeah, give me something I, to work I, with. Andrew, how, what did you think of the episode? Loved the first bat. Really loved the first bat. But I think I've come across. I think I've just had like a an uh, an epiphany about Star Wars. Um, as much as everyone, or there was a rhetoric going on for years that the prequels were dog shit and the worst thing ever, and they were so bad. And nah, 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 nah. I think the prequels have ruined Star Wars for me in the sense of I love the prequels and nothing is measuring up to said prequels because there's no action. I need more than just the opening. Right, let's get things straight. The opening was fantastic. I'm somewhat interested in what's happening in the middle and the bit at the end I have no fucking interest in at all. Um, I am happy for the Clone Wars fans to tell me why I'm wrong, but we can do that once we get into the spoiler times. But yeah... the bit at the end doesn't have anything really to do with the Clone Wars. The, well, there's a wee bit to do with the Clone Wars, but bar that, it's like yeah. But did it's... they not? Did they not really like introduce the whole Mandalorian lore like properly through like Clone Wars and Rebels? I mean, in a sort of official capacity, yeah. I, I guess, yeah. But um, it's always been there. 
it, it's it's always been there. I mean, the, the the way they introduced the way the planet looked and mm-hmm. stuff, uh, like it was like these sort of glass buildings and stuff and all that. Um, yeah, that was introduced. But they kind of completed most of the arcs in Clone Wars. We've never seen like the bombing, for example. Yeah. That would be cool. But you you had these characters who were introduced and they sort of had their arcs kind of complete, except with probably the exception of Bo-Katan, who I've, my estimation each week is now less and less likely. I, I think we've, I, I, I was saying villain, and now I'm, I'm thinking, oh, you're looking a bit more like Mando's queen every queen. episode <laughs> we go. I don't think queen. I think, um, not usurper, but I think he will similar to what uh if any game of thrones fans similar to to john snow did with um danny pre yeah like kind of bend the knee and she'll she'll collect the the dark saber eventually but yeah to me i don't know like i I think i'm 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 struggling with this because i don't want to come on here and be crabbit because i don't like um shitting on anything but like Gregor, who's been on the podcast before he done my house of dragon stuff and i'm sure he, he done um one of the last of us reviews as well but gregor gregor um messaged me just going like oh how are you finding mando and i'm just like yeah it's fine i'm like i'm i'm watching it every week and and it's not it's 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 not making me not want to watch it per week but like the first 20 minutes before before the the mandalorian pops up on the screen the the text I fucking loved it. I thought it was great, and I was well here for it, and I loved it. It had some of my best sounds, it had some of the best music, it had really good action, all for it. And then it very much goes to Andor territory, where I'm just kind of like, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you why the last scene, the last few scenes were the weakest. Okay. Because it is, the th- it is still part of Pedro Pascal takes a special bath like yeah. story arc and you don't need two and a half episodes to have pedro pascal take a special bath it's really only half an episode's worth of story heresy. yeah there's heresy there is literal like instagram fan pages for that shit if you want to watch that shit fucking find it on instagram but yeah again i think we need to get into spoiler territory because there are things that i want to talk about and questions i need to ask and whatnot so if you have not seen this week's episode of The Mandalorian called The Convert, Chapter 19, now is the time to pause the podcast, head on over to Disney Plus or wherever you watch The Mandalorian, and then come on back and listen to our spoiler thoughts. Right, let's start with the good stuff. How fun was that dogfight? That was fucking awesome. It had my favourite thing in dogfights when a, a, like a ship or plane goes straight fucking up. And then it just cuts its engines and spins back down. Yeah. That moment of suspension in the air. I I was uh I had emotions coursing through me at that point. I was like, now that was pod racing, quite frankly. Mate, I literally, I was, I was <laughs> going to come on this and go to paraphrase Anakin Skywalker. Now this is pod racing. Um, yeah, I loved it. I thought, I thought, for me, I used to always say like the lightsaber like ign- igniting or like was was the opposite of ignite, ignite. Dignite. Dignite. Definitely a word. You should keep telling people that's what you're saying. Cool. Dignite. When they dignite the uh, (laughs) the lightsaber. Um, I used to think that was my favourite sound in Star Wars. It's not. It's see the scream from TIE fighters. Like, oh, because the bad guys are coming. Yeah. Go on, on, Paul. Let's hear it. 
I was going to mock him, but that was actually fairly yeah. okay. We what can add that kind of. What the hell kind of devil baby noise was that? I was oh, going to say on. we could add that to the to the baby impression as well. But yeah, did you hear the the Pedro Pascal baby noise that I made? Please no. For uh, anyone listening, uh, Polster is available to do all of your sound over, sound over, sound effects and voiceover um, jobs as long as they are limited to Tie Fighters and babies. I thought you were so, going to offer these services for people with weird kinks, like fucking like <laughs> noises. I mean that that's in like the really really tiny like micro text at the bottom <laughs> of the website. <laughs> So it costs more, but it's in the it's in the fine print. For any um, kink related thing, uh, find him at Stuart Stork. <laughs> he will make noises for you. <laughs> oh god, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it was fun. It was nice. Like, obviously, it carried on pretty much straight where we left off. Um, I have a question because because again, a friend of mine, um, Ryan Kane, texts me asking again, talking about this, and he's. He was disappointed that we didn't get anything more of the Mythosaur. Are you guys like me? Like, we're not getting that again, are we? Nah. No, the, the only way we're getting the Mythosaur is if, like, either Mando or Boba Fett rides it in the last episode. Fair. Hmm. Greg? No, I'm just remembering how we christened the thing Malcolm, and I'm just enjoying that. <laughs> oh, little God. Little moment there. Paul Sturrett has seemed to have left us for this amount of time once he kind of gets back and I'll ask his opinion. But yeah, um, what about you, Greg? Like, did you enjoy, like, the opening like that? Because, again, to me, it felt Star wars It felt very... It felt like the opening of Episode 3 with those, like, the, the TIE Fighters. And I, I love seeing Mando's new new um, vehicle as well. Like, were you a fan of that stuff? Or are you more into the old Andor sit-down-and-let's-have-a-chat kind of shit? Well, I'm I'm a red-blooded human being, so I enjoy explosions and dogfights as much as the next person. But I think with your TV show budget and the sort of scope that the show is trying to convey in serializing Star Wars, which has literally just been movies, like it's it's par for the course TV dogfight stuff. Like mm. we got we got you you get enough of that in there, and then you get to the meat and bones of the episode, which. A lot of character drama, frankly, which I thought was rather good, all yeah, things considered. Paul, fan of the opening? Opening, yeah. I was actually quite happy that they used the TIE interceptors and that they were a bit more of a threat than your average TIEs. So they do appear in Return of the Jedi, and they're like, oh, these are cool like variants, and they're just you know, a wee bit better. And they even mention it. They're like, oh, no, these are the interceptors. We better, you know... Bring our A game, and then and then the dogfight itself was, was yeah. pretty cool. You're such yet, a, the... you are such a nerd, Paul. I fucking oh. love it. Like I realize how hard it is for me watching Star Wars and being like, this isn't as good as it used to be. It must kill you because you know all the fucking ins and outs and nooks and crannies. It's it was it was. I, I told you a few podcasts ago. My 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 heart's broken in an <laughs> abyss and just never coming back out. You know, it's it's gone. It's uh, gone. But that grief has given you such perspective, Paul. Like <laughs> it's it's made it's made me so calm and collected. And, it's and join, it join me. These... It, it join has me. been wonderful watching Paul achieve Nirvana over the course of reviewing <laughs> like Star Wars content. <laughs> right. So as it's I say, a journey. It, it was. It did feel as if it was a wee bit like an extended opening because it, it it did last like 10, 15 minutes I think, and then you got the title credits and we got into it. Also, just a shout out as well. 
the Mandos thing is one of my favourite things. As soon as I hear that screech, I'm just like, oh, yeah, Mandalorian. And then they give me this shit. But let's get into it. So, Dr. Penn Pershing and Elia Kane. Tell me why I should give a fuck about these two characters. <laughs> um, because they I used mean... to work for Moff Gideon and he was the bad guy of season two. Remember the guy that had the Darksaber who wanted to take Krogu and clone him and make him Emperor Leader Grand Snoke with his gold robe. That is still a plot device that they need to plug holes into so Star Wars fans have more content to spew out onto the internet. Uh, there we go. Does that give you a good enough answer? I mean, it's solid logic reasoning, but it's not many fucks are given yet. Paul, try okay. your best. Why they were here, I mean, obviously we need to break Gideon out somehow. Um, obviously he's no happy with his scientist being a new republic person obviously i i said from the get-go that that uh lady that isla kane whatever her name is she's a badging she's gonna turn on you she's gonna turn on you can i just point out as well she's in the new ant-man movie and she's fucking fantastic i really like her in the ant-man movie so i'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt with this show but i'm just like it's like i'm i'm kind of andor kind of killed me with the old snorefest shit uh, also, shout, out, shout out to her biceps though man yeah. shout out to those <laughs> fucking biceps yeah love that Gina Cahoo <laughs> yes <laughs> um, Greg what about you mate anything that you make me give a fuck uh, I mean I feel like your mind's pretty much made up at this point no no no, no. But, I'm not but, I'm not so no, 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 no. I just... <laughs> I'll give it a shot for the content uh I couldn't remember this where uh, this woman from the previous season so same actually it was just like a blank a blank slate and then i have vague memories of the doctor but he was just the doctor plot guy so i didn't really pay him too much mind um so yeah i didn't i didn't care for any of the attached pedigree of them being in earlier seasons it was just sort of a they were semi-recognizable faces to project like um a broader picture of of the new republic and mm. and the unit of wide universe all which i do tend to find a bit more interesting because as much as we enjoy the man with no name, um, he's very one note, especially when the person that he has to work off is a has got a hand inside them and <laughs> and can't really uh, enunciate yet because we haven't gotten to that point in his development. So when we actually, I found it quite refreshing to have two human characters in a semi-familiar sci-fi setting having a back and forth and escalating yeah, yeah and escalating plots and like there was no point where i'm like hmm i wonder if pedro pascal couldn't be asked coming into set today so they just got a stand-in and then got, they dubbed it over with, over with the fact got stand-ins while we watch people fucking suck on the most weird looking lollipops and finger yeah. fucking sculptures yeah. and get shouted at Okay, you, the, you're not a fan of the CGI lollipops. No, well, I don't know if it was CG, man, but like it, it's definitely a light on a stick because that lighting on that on oh, yeah. clothing was was real good. But they, also, like, I, like, are they just eating it? Like, what's going on? They were sucking on fairy lights, basically. It was like what you put on your Christmas tree, and that's what they were. Like. The right, future. I feel as if, if like if we go down this general fucking like, oh, let's break down this episode. I'm going to either fall asleep or just go. Do you know what, guys? I'm not going to bother about it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually ask you, where are we going with this? Right, because I've seen some fan theories that it might be thrown. There's obviously that idea that Gideon's going to come back. Um, to me, obviously, we'll split this into because we've got the we've obviously got the Mandalorian stuff happening at the end, and then we've got the the New Republic and the 
empire again it was oh in fact i'll tell you one thing see after he does his speech or before i get that he's been proud of me when it, when we done the opening scene and you seen the big city i was going oh it's kurison it's kurison i've seen that that's kurison i know that's kurison is that kurison that's kurison i don't know that's kurison and they didn't do the wee like fucking like line of text to let you know that it was kurison and then later on she's like oh welcome to kurison i was like fucking nailed it um not only did they do kurison no, go on, go on, go on, Paul. I was just gonna say, what what's the name of the planet again? Kurison. I'm sorry, <laughs> Kurison. It, it, Paul, it's Kurison, it. it's Tatooine, right? Tatooine, and and it's Dagoba, right? So Am I saying Kurison wrong? How is, it, how is it actually pronounced? It's Coruscant. Coruscant. It's all the fucking same. It's an alien language. No, Coruscant. That's why they changed Coraban. Because Korriban was the Sith world, and George Lucas didn't like that, so he changed it to Moraband, which doesn't sound nearly as good. But that Coruscant. sounds like Mordor. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it's like it doesn't sound nearly. Not, did, did you? Did anyone else clock the um, the lovely returning location from the best scene in Revenge of the Sith? The Opera House. The Opera House. Mate, I actually said that I was like, see if we were going to oh, get like the what? fucking jellyfish opera thing happening again. I'd have lost it. Have That's you ever where heard... the boy was giving his wee speech. Uh, uh, have you ever heard? Oh, is it? Have you ever heard of the the tale of Darth Plagueis? I was like, oh, he's, quite... he's he obviously the fucking yeah. yeah. Uh, I did notice that. That was very co- that was very cool. But yeah, after he does his TED talk and he goes out and he starts meeting the the people all just being like i got drafted and i was like i'm not going to i was like i've never wanted to see people get fucking petrol bombed in my life like i i hated every one of they fucks like just like oh, 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 oh. i was like fuck you guys i, I found that myself like... strangely relating to them <laughs> I, I, I like the cut of their jip you know you avoided the draft as well paul <laughs> <laughs> oh with every day every day i can I love you so much, Paul. I fucking honestly adore you. Um, but yeah, like, so where do we see this going? Like, what is what 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 do we see this plot as? Because obviously, by the time we get to the end of the episode, um, not Gina Carano uh, has like fucking scrambled his brain. I'm assuming because he's like, oh, that's a mind melter or whatever he calls it, and they're like, no, 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 mind no. flare, flare, yes, a mind flare. Which- is it, isn't that the name of the bad guy in Stranger Things? So I just it's, realized. It's, the, it's the name of the bad guy in season two from Stranger Things, which is derived from a popular like creature in D anD D, which is essentially a, a man's body with a squid on uh, as a head, and it like eats your brain. Somewhat unrelated question then: Do you think we get that a third time in the new Dungeons and Dragons movie? Or is that no. like? Do we keep that for like the the second? Nah, sequel? because we've already seen like gelatinous cubes and um, yeah, displacer the... beasts. We're getting a couple of dragons in there. Uh, we're getting the wizards of Thay, and they're all necromancy as opposed to like um, illithid stuff. Which I'm like, the illithid stuff goes over there, and that's when you want to go into like spell jammer and shit yeah. like that, and get like the knotless arcs. I'll stop. Yeah. So there no, you no, go. No, <laughs> if 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 there was going to be like a a, a post credit scene for the D and D movie, it would be a mind flayer, and then everyone right. would go. Oh! So that. That's, so that's what I'm staying to the end of that. No, movie for, no, 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 Greg. If there's going to be a post-credit scene, oh, it's go. a tomb cracking open, and either a Serac or Vecna show up. All right, you big nerd. I was just yeah. trying to feel involved. I've been it's pretty quiet Ve- so far, but it's Paul, just between us, is Vecna not in Stranger Things as well? Yes, the, there was a guy called Vecna. Yeah, all of all of the bad guys in Stranger Things are based off of popular D and D. 
baddies uh... because that's children used to quantify the bad guys yeah i'm not a fan of stranger things i'm not gonna lie so let's move on um yeah oh just brushing over that one Dro- quickly dropping it's, look, bombs it's fi- here, look, yeah. look, stranger things is fine it's fine it's fine but it's fucking stupid okay it's fucking dumb Go the on. kids the kids he said he said right okay cool let's Kenobi. do it See, wait, you you don't. Oh, Paul, honest to God, man, see if you weren't like nine foot tall, I'd try and take you down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the reason that Stranger Things is dumb is because ev- why is everything a secret? Why do the kids not tell anybody anything? Why do the kids fucking not go to the police and go, hi, police or army or fucking FBI, come and look at this big fucking hole? No, 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 no. We're going to go and deal with the bats that can eat people with sticks and tennis rackets. It's fucking dumb. It's it's a movie oh, in the eighties. The kid, kids don't can't trust authority. They can't trust parents. Like it's do or die. I live in twenty twenty, mate. Yeah, but it, it's set in the eighties. They still had guns in the eighties. <laughs> but yeah, let's get off Stranger Things. That's, I could go that's, that's, the that's the a big you're willing to die on for Stranger Things because no, the there's plenty. The there's plenty of things wrong with fucking Stranger Things, but I don't want to get any spoilers up. Right? Okay. See the big harrowing ending that doesn't fucking stay, where they go, oh, this big massive thing that happened, and then at the end they're like, Haha, we're only kidding. That's bullshit. That was the best thing about that last series, and I'm I'm assuming you know what I'm talking about. It was the best thing about that last series, and they fucking shat the bed and they fucking course corrected it, but like oh, to, to, to negate it. Your biggest Dumb. problem with Stranger Things is your biggest problem with uh, Rise of Skywalker. Oh, Somehow, yeah, Palpatine just... returned. Oh, it always, it always brings me back to the sadness of Star Wars. But yeah, <laughs> let's let's try our best to get back on go. track. There we go. What? Where do we see this going? Like, do we like? Um, the doctors obviously, I think, had his brain scrambled. Are we going to have more of those two characters? Are like, what? What is? What, again, we're three episodes in, and I feel like all we've had is fucking. Um, what's the word? Filler. Filler. Not even fi- no, not filler. They're trying to pad out the plot, but I don't know what the plot is. So like, they're, here's, they're, here's my their book of their book of Boba Fetting their Mandalorian. Oh, you know, is, isn't it? Yeah. I suppose they're to the book of Boba Fett. a series that yeah yeah. So like, what I think the plot is, from my my where I'm looking at it, she scrambled the boy's brain just enough that he's going to be very malleable. He'll be like, she'll go like, come work for the new empire that I'm clearly still a part of. Yeah. And we're going to bust Moff Gideon out and we're going to go back to the cloning. That is their sort of arc. And that is going to tie in with um, Luke and his new Jedi Order, which Grogu at one point is going to want to go back to. But then there's going to be a conflict between him and the Mando because he's now a Mando and you can't have a Mando Jedi, but you, you can. And then there's going to be tension Except there. Except because they've now made that canon that yeah. there was, that's who held the first Darksaber. Yeah. Um, and then there's going to be a bit more filler, a bit more padding. There's going to be scenes where Mando could have been cooler, but isn't. And then we are going to have the second half of the season dedicated to Ahsoka showing up. Yeah. And yep. she's going to be there trying to get Grogu 
because if she doesn't get Grogu, the scientists are going to steal his DNA to make more Grogu's to make Snoke. And we all know that Snoke happens, which means... Joseph, you're just getting me fucking angry now because it's so dumb, but that's so what's going to fucking happen. Oh, my God. Isn't that sort of what they've already done in season two, though, where they've got to get him away from the Doctor and do all of that? So I hope that's not it. Do you know know the the thing that I've realised as well? I don't mind filler. I actually don't mind filler. Like, probably one of my favourite episodes, probably two of my favourite episodes from both Mandalorian series is the Bill Burr episodes that were entirely filler. But at least Hmm. I knew... Where I'm going, okay, we're going from A to B. In the middle of getting from A to B, we're going to do this little thing, and we're going to do that little thing. But in the whole time, that is where we're trying to get. I don't know where we are, and I don't know where we're going, and I don't care about the people playing it, other than Silverman, because it's Pedro Pascal, and Little Green Man, because he's cute as fuck. I was just (laughs) going to say about um, the Bill Burr, I mean, when you talk about episodes where it's two people talking together i think of that second bilber one yeah. in particular and he has that scene about what it's like um when he was on that particular mission mm. uh, for the empire and he's like talking about his whole unit being like scorched or something and the officer's like yeah you know for the glory of the empire and he just shoots him i mean that that was great you know yeah. that was gritty yeah sort of acting real acting in a sort of star warsy setting and that yeah. i would love more of that i agree but that that wasn't really what we got in this episode and it doesn't always need to be that yeah and what they're doing is kind of interesting you know the new republic showing it's a going back to bureaucracy and that's kind of like the eu as well before something comes along and shakes them up oh but, not in um... my star wars there's nothing political about this <laughs> 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 But, um, you know, so it's just going to be, I, I I think your Joseph Ray is just going to be, they're going to break him out of prison. I genuinely, genuinely, from seasons two ending, thought Bo-Katan would be the one to break Gideon out of prison because the thought of ruling Mandalore was going to just drive her to do that. And to me, that's much more interesting. But mm. now we've just, like, the agent's going to break him out. And maybe it'll still happen in some way. Maybe I'm just projecting, but... Mm. I think that's much more interesting than what we're getting right now. Yeah. Good. And this is just wild speculation on my part. Could they potentially, they probably won't do this because this is, could be decent plot and they wouldn't do that. Could they be building towards <clears throat> a big conflict over the Darksaber? Because in the Clone Wars, obviously, well, the spoilers for Clone Wars, Sidious. Uh, Maul comes back. Maul's there. He what? Gets the the oh, yes. he gets the dark saber. He gets the shit kicked out of him by Palpatine. So therefore, the dark saber belongs to Palpatine. Palpatine's now dead. That means the dark saber goes back to Maul by just ownership. So that means could could Maul come back? Well, Maul, could, Maul could always come back because he was set up in Solo. Yeah. So that means he's still there, and this, Ray Park is still alive. This is the thing that's killing me, is there has been some really cool stuff. Like, I was interested that, like, it was the only thing I liked about the solo movie, and I know, Paul, you fucking love the solo movie, but when that mall cameo I, I th- happened... I think, it, I think it's the best of a bad bunch. Let's let's put it that way. Fair. 
Um, but yeah, when 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 that mall, I was like, oh, that's and yeah, I like that. Like to me, I'm going like you're reintroducing characters that I did really really like. Whereas now we're just like, here's fucking stupid guy with his mum in Andor, and he's gonna eat porridge until he can go fucking. Uh, I'm, I don't care about any of these people. That, his mum. That was exactly my note. What? What was your what, say your joke, Greg? It's not, no, if I'll say your little thing and then you can shut back up and we'll get back to the law. Alright. <clears throat> I was just going to say, uh, Andor's mum was a saint. That speech at the end rips ass and it's fucking great. Yeah. On, on with the show. No, I, I was just going to say that we again in a Star Wars show, I wrote down, we are watching some loser like, desk, desk droid sit down at a Star Wars minimum wage desk job. Yeah. And I'm like, when did Star Wars become this? But this is what I'm saying is I'm going like, this is why I think the prequels ruin it. Because the people say like, oh, they do they do politics too much in the, in the prequels and they, they do. And I'm going, no, but it, it, there's a difference, right? You can do politics in fucking Star Wars, but just sprinkle in some fun stuff. I don't need to see some guy fucking cry about how all the devices that he could use to make something are going to get, oh, I'm, I'm doing my job. That's boring. I love that life. I want to be a sk- I want to live in a galaxy far, far away where there's lasers and there's laser swords and pew, 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 and robots oh, that all, I can like, dislike. Wouldn't we all like to live in a simpler world where it's clear who the villains and good people are, yeah. and regardless of who's in charge or who may have dodged the draft, as as long as doesn't matter who's in charge, baby, the rich and powerful are going to remain rich and powerful, and not in my Star Wars. No politics here, nothing of substance to comment on whatsoever. Give me a laser sword, and I'm, I will be easily distracted. That's all I'm saying. Ma- wait, Mandalorian, more like Mandalorian. Am I right, boy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, oh, think I'm, I don't, I don't think I'm educated. Some silence that the state says otherwise. <laughs> also, if you're going to have state mandated AI droids to spill all your secrets to and be a mouthpiece for the, uh, for the corporate machine, give them slightly of- more inviting looking eyes because that thing was horrifying. Yeah, it was. Of which, of which we have also programmed fear into, which we yeah. discussed last week. We did. Indeed, we, we did. Indeed, we did. I'm, not, I'm not programmed for empathy, but what I am going to do is record everything you say, think, and do, especially when I'm asking you comments about how you feel about the state. <laughs> Nothing to read into here, guys. Could you please say that again into the droid's microphone yeah. face? It was like, <laughs> how, how do you feel about the society you live in. Mm. Oh, you didn't answer within the first second. Mm. I ask again. I ask again. <laughs> so yeah, do Are we... you happy with the status quo? <laughs> do we think we get more of him? Do we think we get more of her? Do we think we get Moff Gideon? Do we think we get Thrawn? Where's this storyline going? No, I think this this was sort of a uh, like almost an exercise in uh, like sideways world building in a sense. Like mm. you've got you book you bookend uh, the show with scenes with your major character doing all the major character things, action stuff, and a bunch of sci-fi mumbo jumbo. This is the way. This this is my hat. I've bathed in the magic bath, and now I can do what I like. Uh, also, have you heard about the magic sword that we have? Great. Uh, we could we could have a conflict about that because we can all understand a conflict over a magic object like that especially in Star Wars. But this, you've got like, it's, it, again, uh, this is sort of like a, a really good um, side quest, uh, for lack of a better phrase, into like, here's how everything else is going on. Some of it's going to be important. A lot of it is recognizable, and I think that's why we're all finding it so unpleasant, because it's a little too real and not too fun. But 
And I know where it'll peel in later. I imagine we'll get that uh, Eri- Elia Kane, I believe her name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, she'll pop up in some kind of minor capacity later, uh, like infiltrating some new Republic thing. And then it'll all gets, it'll all just be there to highlight that what you really need is a bunch of mercenaries and cool armor to just fuck shit up. And that's the only way that people are going to get stuff done. In a sense, they're the new rebels because the new empire, in air quotes, is just the new Republic. And they're clearly totalitarian uh judgy bougie pricks i've definitely i've definitely deciphered what why i'm i'm not a fan just now because greg yeah. you were completely like we, we went on another side quest today yeah we did we've not fucking started the main quest yet no i know Bloody it's almost man. like if you had characters that could interact and talk to each other a bit more as opposed to just bouncing exposition off mm. which we have had like i think that like the, the, i think the longest conversation we've had so far in the three episodes was between um mando and uh silly cape man oh, oh um, right and that was like like a oh, three minute three four minute scene where he was just and, and even then like he's it, he's, he, he's he's third wheeling to a tiny mechanic puppet yeah so it's just all the information that you can that you can tell us about what people want, what they like, where where, where the story's going. Some, there's rumors of blank happening somewhere in this place. Like none of that's mm. really been established or set up. And all that we have managed to pull together in however many minutes it's been since we started this is, oh, well, I hope X character shows up, or maybe it's this character that'll turn up. It's something else that I recognise that we can pin this off, and then we'll wrap that up in a nice neat bow in like a three four episode run. But as for right now, we're still setting us up for hopefully something interesting. I just realised I, we... I looked up there just now. Sorry, Paul. I looked up to see um, when the game comes out because I was like, oh, if we're still doing these podcasts and this game hits like the way I think I think it's going to hit, I'll be all gushy. This finishes just as the game comes out, so I won't be able to gush about how much better the game is than these shows. Do you think that um, characters going to show up then? What character? The, the ginger one. The okay. one with the lightsaber, in the game. Video game boy. Oh, do I think um, Cal Kestis will um, show up? No. That's the one. Yeah, Cal Kestis. No, no I don't think so, because that would be fun. And the Mandalorian <laughs> is showing in the first three episodes that they don't want to be fun. Um, because again, do you know the thing as well, right? And and we might be partly to blame for this because when you do these podcasts, and when I listen to podcasts and you listen to fans talking about it and stuff. We always kind of, we always kind of um, like book it ourselves. We always go, oh, this would be really cool, or this would be a cool person to show up, or that person could be fun. And ultimately, I feel as if we kind of set ourselves up for our own kind of demise in the sense of like we were like, will Thrawn showing up by the end, or will fucking he be there, or that? And again, we do get cool things like look skywalker at the end of season two but i don't know like to me i just feel as if these first three episodes minus the first part of this episode i'm just going i don't really care what's going on and i think a big part of that is i don't know what the point is the first first series rescue little green man get green man to where we need to get i think i think what's happened with it is it's become too dependent on pre-established star wars stuff as like not like planets and like lore but like characters that exist in the same time frame in that post return of the jedi era because you know we we got a brand new slate of characters with mandalorian 
like characters we'd never seen before and it was great it was all fresh and new and wonderful and it was it was i've said it before very cowboy bebop which was wonderful uh, and then you you get that nice little scratching you know the nice little tingly parts of your brain when luke skywalker shows up at the end of season two it's like ah that's where grogu needs to go wonderful he goes off with luke and does his thing and that should have been it there should have been no more ties to any pre-existing stuff or i dare but say then, but then those disney execs came yeah, in exactly. and they did and- they did. They did the finger wagging thing from Jurassic Park. Ah 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 We need mm. more Grogu. We need more Grogu. I mean, that's so a cute fucking puppet, man. Like, <laughs> I think Prince Money. Even if it's dead. They reunite them. I mean, see when you think about it and how they reunite. They reunite at the end of Boba Fett, and like that that um, Amy Sedaris character. Brings him on like a little chariot yeah. thing. And he goes, "Oh, you're back! What the hell are you doing here?" Yeah. And like then it... we start off season three. They're just together. Like, like if... where the hell did he get this ship? If Boba Fett had been like, "Oh, we need someone to help on Tatooine," and then like Mando shows up, that would have been great. That would have been fine. He, it's yeah. like we get the the Mando sting. He shows up. A rocket's fired. All the ship with Cad Bane goes down. Great. Grogu can fuck off. Then, end of season three, Mandalorian, that's when Grogu shows up. I've got a theory. Oh. It's all a dream. I genuinely think they were like, right, we're going to do the Boba Fett series. And they were doing it, and they're like, this is shit. Let's take the first two episodes from Mando season three and fucking squish and fucking mutate this series and they're going to be like the the best episodes of Boba Fett and they've went right but what are we going to do for the first two episodes of Mandalorian just any old shit just fucking do no, any old they, shit they didn't, they didn't do just any old shit what they did was they repeated the sins of the path past what was book of boba fett about at the start a man taking a magic bath yeah yeah (laughs) no (laughs) a man was taking with flashbacks a bath with flashback i love that the smelly bath i love that the smelly bath that brought his bath water with him just to prove that he had a bath as well where he's like i fucking did like you have a sniff um just out of interest as well because i feel as if we've kind of spoken about it we think more um Moff Gideon's going to come back. They're going to break him out somehow. That's going to be how that little side story goes. I think about Giancarlo Esposito's too. He's too awesome an actor to just put put away like that unless you definitively kill him. So there's an argument to be made that they always intended to bring him back or they didn't know how the second season was going to wind up. Mm. So they just left. Story-wise, it's easier to leave it open-ended so that someone could potentially come back in the future i.e the marvel model in which case anyone can be anywhere because there's only like a finite uh status quo and as long as everything's in that then logically logically andrew stay with me on this this isn't a criticism this is we're talking about mechanics here logically someone can then be brought back through whatever plot device uh producery mumbo jumbo that you need it to get to nobody's been brought back in the mcu right i don't like that people are using this because they're using the multiverse it's a fucking storyline from a comic book and they're doing it really really well so people get off the fucking decks Okay, if you want to say so. Potentially, um, 
Gideon what could have been appearing in that new Rangers of the oh, no the Rangers of the New Republic series that got cancelled or yeah. maybe coming back. But um I think you don't need like all these like faces appearing for the nostalgia pop. I think actually a lot of the characters set in Mandalorian are good enough to finish you know this season on like you mm. like i said you've got bo katan and you know my thoughts there um gideon's been the villain since day one you know in, great in villain Mando, as well basically. like really good and really I, as I, i've said before best disney star wars villain yeah that they've got he's he's just he's more interesting than anyone else i can think of also use the if they're gonna do it because we've only seen a little bit of them and i thought they were the scariest things in all of mando was the dark troopers they were brilliant mm -hmm. and if they can find some way to get them back on like and i don't mean use them all the time but yeah. have them used well that would be cool More i have a question that... i have a question for you paul uh do you remember the uh the black metal box where Amelia, Elia, sorry, uh, dropped off the yellow magic snack biscuits. Was there a part yeah. of you that thought that's going to transform into a dark trooper and kill him? I absolutely 100% thought that was going to happen. <laughs> the camera did linger on it, like... man. I was like, do it. For God's sake, do it. <laughs> I 100% thought that box was going to do, you know, the little Tony Stark briefcase yeah. thing where it turns into the Iron Man. So I thought it was going to do that. And then oh, it was biscuits. Fun. Those biscuits looked so dry. They did. Like, yeah. you, like I, I, I love watching just actors on screen eat because it's always the tiniest little bites. But when he started eating that, when he's sitting in his wee office cubicle, like you couldn't take a smaller fucking bite from that biscuit. He's just like the tiniest little wee nibble. He's like, mm, I'm really making a meal of this, guys. We are talking about Star Wars and there's a literal discussion about biscuits. This thing is fucked up. What are we well, talking well, about? And I'm not well, shouting at you guys, but this is so fucked up that we're going, remember the biscuit scene? What the fuck okay, are I'm, we I, doing, I'm, Disney? I'm going to try and save this. I'm going to rattle off a bunch of really positive points about Go the on. episode. The dog Can fight I, wait a minute. Start... Can I just get my last negative as well? And this is just in general. I need to keep remembering where the fuck we are. There's times where I'm going, right, so wait, is this... This is pre... This is af after Jedi, or is this pre sequels or is this pre-og like and i get it i'm just being thick i know it's after episode six and before episode seven but there's just times when i'm just sitting going where what point are we at and i'm just going fucking leave this era go 100 years in the future or go 100 years in the past go a thousand years in the past anyway joseph tell me tell me the, the good things part, oh, part of the issue part of the issue i think was we did have a lot that could happen mm. and I'm, i've always been an e an eu fan uh both you know the expanded universe and the 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 eu in europe but um <laughs> the, the eu uh, in europe <laughs> in europe what you mean the, europe. One, the, one, the one that's in in there no no the, no, one, the one that's in, in europe. europe the one that's in europe not not europe no not europe europe can go fuck europe. itself you said that, not me. Um, but uh, but uh, I think there was so much we could, you know, there was, I was always a fan of that. And I think so much happened in that that made sense, that was fun, that would have been fun maybe to see on screen. But I, I understand why we're not doing that verbatim. But I think the thing is, we now 
have quite a consensus or a lot of people have a consensus that oh i don't really like where all these stories led and it's this thing we just have to lead up to and you can't there isn't loads of wiggle room like there's some we could maybe have thrawn come back and he does a whole thing but it has to lead into the first order so it's like uh, yeah. And then we've got Grogu, but is Grogu just going to end up end up getting murdered by Kylo? Is that how the pu the end of the puppet? You know, is he just gets murdered by Adam? Just Adam. I was about to say stamps on him. Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, no, Adam Sandler comes in. Adam Sandler comes in, and he, it's just that scene of him playing dodgeball with all those kids. He's just like fucking hammering Grogu with dodgeballs. That's how Grogu Grogu's does. got a hiney. He's got a hiney. Uh. <laughs> or he's got the, the click remote and he just keeps rewinding it and he keeps stamping on it or shooting him and then just keeps rewinding it back. He's like, different ways to... Do you want some good points? Aaron? Yeah, fucking bring me back to the Star Wars <laughs> side. Might as well. Might as well try. Dog, dog fight. Dog yeah, fight at the good. start. Liked Great. It. Wonderful. Really Mando's Batman Returns maneuver right at the start. Like yes. when he's like goes up and then drops. Yeah. That was great. Technically, the bomb and run. Technically part of the dogfight, but okay. Well, yeah, part of the dogfight. Um Mando base jumping out of a ship. That was cool as fuck. That was fucking great. Yes, yeah. I'm so glad you Man remembered to Mando bring that up. Base jumping. That was cool as fuck. Like base jumping, hitting the runway, getting in this fighter, flying up, doing the Batman returns thing, then battering fuck out of TIE Fighters. TIE Fighters, those were cool. Yeah. Um, Bo-Katan using her strange flappy paddle uh, spaceship to Pardon spin around yep. and fuck things up. Uh, the fleet of TIE Fighters, that was really cool. Yep. Then moving on, uh, seeing Coruscant, that was really cool. Seeing the yes. Opera House, that was really cool. Mm. Seeing different aliens and hearing alien language. Oh, yeah. They were English! Really they were English again! <laughs> It's a capital of the universe. It makes sense that they have a universal language, which would be English, because it's easy for us to deal with. Oh, fuck your well thought out logic, Greg. <laughs> um, <laughs> hearing the the circus sort of fairground play the um, March of the Republic, whatever the track is, when it's like the Republic's theme, that was a top moment. Uh, what else was a top moment? Um, just seeing. Look at his uh, brain working, the, the, trying the, to figure it out. It's the big um, fleet of uh, rusted and scrapped uh, Star Destroyers Star and shit Destroyer. like that because that's really that cool. cool. Um, and going through the ruins of those, those tiny little CGI bugs, those were cool as well. Um, exploring any old wreckage because I'm strange and I like building sites and that was really nice. Uh, then going on, the kind of more political drama that's going to lead up to something really cool, honest, that was cool. And then you've also got the bit at the end when um, you, you see all the Mighty Mar from Power Mandos and all their different coloured outfits and <laughs> that was cool Power Mandos. <laughs> uh, and then uh, um, TM <laughs> and then you see it's, just, the... it's such a contrast when you see like Bo-Katan or Mando who look badass in yeah. their armour and then you see them and it's like I do love I do love the fact that the one distinct Mando that we need to know is doesn't like our Mando is the big hulking fucking beef one with a tiny little helmet uh i do like that that's how they distinguish yeah make it beefy beefy mando is the one that doesn't like uh our mando and they oh, keep they keep um, they keep cutting to him for like yeah. disapproving uh yeah, but... side like uh, henchman <laughs> shots no that was, that was exactly that's what i was gonna say again dirty looks behind his helmet like what are you doing like isn't that john favreau 
No. Sure. Nobody, I don't nobody think he's tall. Either. I think. Is it? Um, I think it is. That's cool. Yeah, if, that, sure if that's true, that's cool. by John Favreau. He's saying that he's going to take the jetpack off at one point, put on a chef's apron, and just go fucking ham. Like. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing about like the, the Mando cave that they're all living in. Two really impractical things. The big forge that the forge master uses. Hmm. Why have you got like multiple jets of fire and not just one big fire? Like normal forges. Second this, of all, this is coming this is a man who clearly was a Smith class or something at some point, am I right? I just like blacksmithing, man. It's just, yeah, it just, it, I like watching people make swords. It makes my brain yeah, tingle. I think and it was sex... a design choice that looks cool. Uh, in world, if we're going to logic our way out of this, it looks like an upturned like ship engine that would have multiple exhaust ports and it would also double as a forge. Ah, oh, fuck you, Greg. Damn. And you making sense. Yes, he's got second, his second of all, second of all <laughs> just to hopefully lead to my favorite part of these episodes that Greg will take over from, why is the blacksmith wearing fur right next to fire? Fur, that incredibly flammable substance. It's um, badass. And it's sexy. <laughs> well, Joseph, like, I will I will commend you for trying, mate. Right, but the whole time you were saying all the cool things, right? The two things in my head, I'm going, he's just describing the dogfight, and I'm just giving the dogfight one point. Like that's dogfight was awesome. Granted, the base jump, the jumping thing was different. I'll give you that, right? But everything else that you were talking about, I'm going, yeah. But there was a good solid like fucking eight minutes talking about biscuits the entire episode, and I can't just I can't forgive that. The one whoa, thing I want to put, you are missing out. You are missing out the scene where two former imperial officers tried to dodge a train fare right they tried to dodge the train fare <laughs> what they is happening in star wars man okay <laughs> they hopped carriages and then the droid was like i think they went through that door i'm gonna go check you know these bland unthreatening droids yeah. It was very slowly, calmly walking towards them. Right, I'm going to... my goodness, the tension <laughs> in that scene was... Uh, there. I, I, almost, I almost watched it, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's... A, I think the, the only one way to end it... Um, we can't say shut up Craig Andrew Mooney because he, he brought up some good points in the chat today. But he did bring up a really cool little Easter egg, little wink, little nod uh, where mm. uh, the doctor's about to get his, his um, brains Brain scrambled. Mode. And he looks to fucking not Admiral Akbar and says it's a trap. And as Joseph put it, he gave yes. a, a gym from the office look to the camera. That was quite cool. But again, it's just I feel as if I feel as if I'm grasping at straws here where I'm going, Oh, well that was quite cool. I like that. Well I'm going, I shouldn't feel that way. And look, Paul, I get why I, I sympathize and I understand why you didn't like Obi Wan Kenobi. But as far as I'm concerned, I, I want to see Jedi's fighting with each other. I want to see the Jedi take on the Sith. I understand that it doesn't make sense in terms of timelines. I understand it doesn't make sense in terms of plot. I don't give a fuck. It's the only Jedi shit that they're giving me that I enjoy. And I am at a point now where I might be tapping out soon. If Ahsoka doesn't fucking land, because that's the only chance I've got. It's the only Jedi thing that they've announced. If Ahsoka doesn't land, what are we doing? Shall we try for next week, Andrew, that you come on to the podcast with like two stars and a wish for that episode? Like two <laughs> two things you found really nice, and then yeah, one thing that you wish. No, no, it's, it's on the it's on the recording now, man. This is canon. You've just yeah. set homework. You've okay. got to do it now. 
two star so what what are my two 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 things that i liked and one thing that i hope yeah, happens two, two, two things two things that you liked and one thing that um could use work okay. and you can't say the and entire it, plot okay and i think as a tree if you can do all of those you get like we'll give you 60 seconds uninterrupted where you can just go off on it and just have as much fun and I don't like venom. going off on it. I don't, I don't nah, like nah, being nah. this guy. If we, force, if we force you to do this homework exercise, yeah. you're going you're gonna to need some kind of release. And I think 60 seconds should cut it. That is fair. Okay, right. Okay, I'll do two two stars and a wish I'll do next week. Oh, a bit of a fucking lightsaber in that next week, so, man, so defeated. Because it's gotten, man. Because it's like it's not even that it's shit. I can watch something that's shit. That's I've done that with Lord of the Rings. That I found, I found some cathartic. Rings of power. He's clarifying. Rings of power. Yeah, there, sorry, sorry. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Oh yes. no. Yeah, Rings of Power. The TV series was shit. Um, but I found enjoyment in slagging that and just disliking it so much. I love Star Wars and I want it to be as good as it possibly can be, and it's just not. And the fact that when we come on here and talk about it and then you say shit like, oh, remember the biscuits? I'm going, they were talking about biscuits for then. And then Paul's like, oh, remember when we spent 20 minutes them trying to fucking dodge a rail fare? What the fuck are we doing? Oh, it's not good for my blood pressure, but thank you very much for listening, folks. That is another rundown somewhat of what this episode was. I feel as if... We we hardly. Wait, wait, oh, okay. Wait. Sorry. Wait. We forgot oh, the most important part of the episode. Oh Christ! What? What, what about two most two most important parts? Robwatch. Oh yeah, <laughs> Robwatch. What happened? Cape Watch. Okay. Cape Watch. Cape Watch. Episode three. Cape, Cape Watch. The Mighty Morphin Manda Rangers. Interesting selection of capes. Interesting fabric. Good color scheme. However. I did get a little bit distracted by the robot taxi droid uh, recommending him somewhere called the Sky Dome and Tentacle Garden. So I guess we're back onto Boba Fettish territory now. Nice. I love it. I absolutely adore it. And that will do us for another podcast this week, ladies and gents. If you enjoyed the podcast, please like, share, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. It's free. Retweet us, whatever we post out. Just help share the podcast and get it out there. Um, we are on Apple, Spotify. Leave a five-star review. Helps us out. Uh, if you want to follow us on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. We're on all the socials, just at With Mates Podcast. If you want to follow me, I'm at Gray on all social media platforms. Joseph, where can the people find you? People can find me at the the abandoned Imperial Biscuit Factory. That is my Twitter and Instagram page at Josephin on both platforms. Paul, find me at Instagram on Stirrit Story, where you too can also have your brains scrambled by all my mind melting rambling theories. There we go. I made it work. I made it work. It landed, Greg. Right, I'm going to really try hard not to laugh at this. You could find me slathered in jelly, front row seats at the tentacle cut. <laughs> <laughs> Very well done, lads. Um, make sure to keep your eyes and ears peeled on all the social medias. I've seen a few movies. I'm going to try and get some non-spoiler stuff up on the TikTok. We've got some fun clips from the, the podcast as well going across social. So as I say, like, share, subscribe, all that kind of shit, retweet. Um, I'm trying to think what we've got coming up because it's now just this is the only series we've got but I do believe there is a family trip to the Dungeons and Dragons movie happening so I would assume we're going to have a, a bumper episode spoiler review for that um, 
Shazam, I might be doing a one on that, depending on how it is. I think I'm seeing that this Friday. Uh, so I might do a podcast on that. But as I say, just keep your eyes and ears peeled and on all the socials for what's coming up next. But until next week, let's only me and Jay. Tongs days, am I right? I honestly thought they said thongs days. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>